So the whole thing about this Game of Thrones watch is that y'all knew what was coming at the end of season three. And nobody chose to tell me to, you know, proceed with caution or where I am. So last night, I had two episodes of season three left. Episode nine and ten. And... At the end of season three, episode nine. So, dog, that's what we doing? I mean, what is this show? Because as you know, I thought it was about the Starks, which season one showed me wasn't about Ned because he got beheaded. And then season two, you know, Arya is still trying to find her, her family. And season three, you put them all so close that I just knew reconciliation was coming but nope that wasn't meant to be because now everybody did well not everybody but i told y'all i ain't trust this woman with rob and no it's not her fault that she just got murdered at a wedding but perhaps if he had not fallen in love well not perhaps we know we know that's why these people came for him in such a disrespectful manner because they felt disrespected that Catherine had promised Rob was going to marry this dude's daughter and then Rob fell in love with this chick, gets her pregnant in the war. I mean, this is the sound of a frustrated woman because I just don't understand where we're going with this show and I'm in and I have to be in because now I have to see it through. But Jesus, how much death? Can I take? It was literally a wedding. I thought this was going to be a moment of positivity and joy. Why did I think that? Because Aria was right outside where her mother and brother were right inside. But why would I expect them to give me that when they just did the same thing with Brian and Jon Snow? They were moments apart. They were breaths away. They were like, shh, be quiet so they don't hear we hear. And Jon was right outside. Like, what is this show doing to me, y'all? It's like super early in the morning. I can't wrap my head around the workday. I can't wrap my head around this Thanksgiving meal planning. I can't wrap my head around the governmental function. Because all I could think about was that goddamn wedding. The signs were there. They were there the whole time. I mean, I knew in my heart that... It seemed uncomfortable to me. Like, why are they so chill at this wedding in the middle of the war? And where is Daddy Lannister Why all the Stark men are just chilling at this wedding? That was in the back of my mind the whole time, but I pushed it aside. I pushed it aside because I was so excited Arya might see her mama. But we all know that didn't happen. Because this was the red wedding. This was the red wedding. All these years, I kept seeing little stuff like, oh, Game of Thrones red wedding. But I didn't know what it meant. But now I know. And I don't think I could go back to being regular. I mean, y'all, this show. Where do we even start? All right, let's talk about Marjorie. All right, so Marjorie came on the scene. And I didn't know how to really take her. But you know what? Marjorie is a woman with a plan. And you know why? Because her grandma taught her. And I fucks with her grandma. Marjorie's grandma reminds me of my grandma. She don't take no shit. And she say what she feel in the face of anybody. Ain't nobody on this show handle Daddy Lannister in the way that Marjorie's grandma did. And I appreciate that. But Marjorie, I still, I guess 
my overall view of Marjorie is she's gonna do whatever. She is a diplomatic type leader, the kind that, you know, is pursuing their own ambition, but they do it with such a smile and they help the poor and everybody gets on board. So I do think she has strong queen characteristics. The problem is her king is a fool because Joffrey, how long it is? Okay, y'all killing all the Starks. Who gonna kill Joffrey and when? Because let me know where I gotta be to see that. Because I'm tired of him. And I'm trying not to be emotional because this is supposed to be a show that also shows how much I understand story arcs and character development. But y'all, I'm shook. I am shook. We ain't gonna even talk about. Well, yeah, we are. Because here I go talking about it. So, Theon. Theon doing the, I mean, Theon has done the most. Okay, let's talk about this. Let's talk about how season three is the season where everything I thought and all the people I thought I hated, I'm going to just have compassion for. Before we could even get to Theon, can we talk about Jamie Lannister? Why was I crying for Jamie's hand? <gasps> when just... A few weeks ago, I was praying someone would just take off his hand. And then it happened, and I was so hurt. I don't know why, but now I see Jamie Lannister in a new light. Like, I mean, somebody had to kill the king. And I don't think you should stab people in the back, but maybe that was the best strategy at the time. And maybe, you know, he had to kill him because from the sounds of it, he was down bad and burning everybody and down for whatever. And yeah, so Game of Thrones season three will make you. Well, let me just talk about me. Game of Thrones season three made me change my mind on a lot of things. In general, I am a person who leads with emotion. And this season just really brought out the emotional complexity of the human <laughs> of the human cause. That's what it is. Because as humans, we are some fucked up people. And I mean, that's evident by everything that's going on in current events. And we make mistakes and we we go about things the wrong way. And, you know, we're all just trying to learn. And I think Jamie Lannister on this road trip back to King's Landing, I think he found out a lot about himself. And I think He's a lot more compassionate than I gave him credit for. And I think the next leg of his journey, he's about to... Because what is his daddy going to say? His daddy don't have no heart. So is he going to like embrace his son and be so proud of him that this is you know, how he fought to get back home? Or is he going to think he ain't shit because now he's flawed because he doesn't have his fighting hand? I don't know, but I'm very very intrigued by it. And again, is this the part where they're going to make me like Jamie? I don't know how I feel about that. What is this? And let's talk about Theon. Because he's another one that I am appalled with his behavior. Y'all know I was like, fuck Theon. I'm not feeling him. I'm over it. And you know, he still deserves all of that. But Ramses? Who is this fool? And I, uh, uh, he is just so calculating. And I get it. You know that he's a little... He seems to be a little bit off. And Ramses seems to thrive off the power of, you know, keeping this man captive. But you're going to do him like that? You're going to bring them ladies in and get him all excited and then take his manhood literally? 
And to further emphasize the lack of fucks you have, Ramses, you gonna write his daddy a letter and put his junk in a box and send it home? Nah, dog. And you know what? Theon's sister, I feel her because sometimes, you know, family make you mad, but it's still your family. How you gonna leave my little brother out there down bad like this? He don't have no dick. He don't have no dick. They took this man dick, y'all. Oh, that's just too much. Mm, mm, mm. Too, too much. But then it's still so much other stuff going on because in this realm of just too much, how much more can poor Arya and poor Bran, Bran, okay, so here, let me pause this for a second. So I have a very thick accent. I am saying Bran, like short for Brandon, but sometimes it sounds like Bran, not to be confused with Bran who protects Tyrion. So I apologize for my accent. But then again, I really don't because... Some of these people, their names are too similar. Like the guy with the patch on his eye, his name is what? Dartharian? But not, he's not a Targaryen. Like Dartharian and Targaryen. That don't sound the same to y'all? I mean, okay. Anyway, back to Bran. Bran to me is like, there's so much going on with this child. And that's what it is to be gifted and to be connected to the higher power where you could tap into that shit and calm calm your friend down. His ass is wilding out, I guess, confined in the space had him going nuts. So Brian was able to enter his body and give him peace. But he was also able to enter the wolves and give them, you know, fire so they could go out and kill these people and get them off of Jon Snow. And he saw Jon Snow, but why wasn't he able to tap into Jon Snow and be like hey brother I'm here I mean clearly that wasn't the plan and Jon Snow had a lot going on and he had to run away and all of this but I just wish they could have said hey that's the thing that's driving me about this show like right now we're in the middle of the pandemic so traveling is highly um it's not advised to travel right now so my family lives in Louisiana it's too far away I'm definitely not gonna drive because I mean yeah, that part. Um, but I, I was supposed to go home December 2nd um, so I could see my grandma. Her birthday is December 6th. I go every year. It's a pact I made to myself and it means a lot to me. But my grandma is obviously my grandma. So she's elderly. She's 40 years my senior. So if I'm 44, she's going to be making 84. She has diabetes and, you know, some other health concerns. So it's just not safe and I can't go home. But my gut feeling is sometimes in 2021, I'm going to see her again if the Lord say the same. But on Game of Thrones, it ain't no guarantees. Like these are children. These are children. And their family is just fall. Arya, like Arya, she's seeing her family just fall before her. She saw her daddy get his head chopped off. She didn't see her family burn, but she saw them mocking her brother, the young wolf. She saw them kill her bear wolf. Like, Arya about to be fucked up. She already know people with many faces. She already like hanging with the, she was with Daddy Lannister. So she learned strategy from him. She was with her own daddy. She learned strategy from him. She learned strategy from Jon Snow, her bastard brother. She learned strategy from the man who taught her how to sword fight. She learned strategy. Now she with the burnt face man. I mean, Arya is a warrior. And if I was you, I wouldn't fuck with her. Now, in a DeVita scenario that will work, and maybe this is, and maybe I'm about to like crack the code. I doubt it, but let's go for it. I would like 
somehow for Arya and Demarius to get together. Like, and Arya could be the hand to the queen. Because she's proven herself. And clearly, Demarius is like that chick. Can we talk about her for a second? Can we talk about... What's what's that thing about keep your, your enemies... Your friends close? Keep your enemies close and your friends closer? I don't know if that's the appropriate phrase. But what does apply is never let your right hand know what your left hand doing. Yes, that must have been because back in the day, somebody knew Damaris. Because I was just in awe when homegirl pulled up and told old boy what it was going to be. And he laughed at her like clearly everybody has been doing. And even her own advisors was like, say, dog, I don't know. I don't know if we could do this. You going to give him your dragon? How could you be so crazy? She ain't, she ain't break a sweat. She was so cool in the face. She was just so, so calculated. Why? Because she knew what was up. She ain't have to tell them. A queen move in silence. And that's what, that's what I want to do in my life. I want to be able to step up to these big time, you know, seemingly secure armies and be like, fuck that. I came to get mine and then I want to take it. Why? Because Damaris taught me. That's what I want. That's what I want. But all the compassion in the world, you know who I don't feel bad for? Cersei. I still don't like her. I don't fuck with her. Cersei is... It's going to have to be a lot. She's going to have to go on a road trip like Jamie for me to be feeling her. And I don't appreciate how she looked at Jamie when she he walked in the door. This your like lover brother. You ain't seen him in forever. Why are your eyes focused on that hand? You should have been looking in his eyes, feeling his heart, letting him know you was there. You should have been running up on him. This your man. I mean, it is your brother, but it's still your man. Come on, girl. This your twin. Y'all been together all this time. Just the fact you seeing his face. He not dead. You and your people then orchestrated the deaths against the Starks. Even though Mama Stark let him go. But, you know, hey. Look at him crazy because you mad about his hand. I don't like Cersei. Can we talk about Shay again? Because, again, I love Shay and I'm rocking with Shay. I don't like the position she's in, but I love how she playing it. I love that she is riding for Sansa, but she also still down with Tyrion. And Tyrion and Sansa are married. Okay, can we talk about that little twist? So Daddy Lannister, I mean, I'm not fucking with him because he didn't kill my people. But, I mean, your boy is like, oh, y'all got plans? <laughs> Marjorie, you got a plan for Sansa and your brother? Oh, okay. <laughs> Rob Stark, you got a plan to go to this wedding and smooth things out? <laughs> oh, okay. Tyrion, you think you're going to be with this hoe forever under my under my palace? Because this is my kingdom, even though my grandson on the throne. And grandson, you going to talk crazy to me, your grandfather? Oh, okay. Tyrion, uh, Daddy Lannister, not playing with us at all. And I am here for it. Another thing I have appreciated about Game of Thrones season three, uh, it made me really, really look at some of the personal qualities I have and pat myself on the back for Because one thing about me, you're going to know about my family. If we cool, you're going to know about my auntie who died in 2018. But before that, you would have known, known all the stories about my auntie Ida because to be my friend is to know my family. And that's that's just something that's in my blood. Everybody know about my mama 
Everybody know about my little sister and her kids. Everybody know about my family because I talk about them all the time. And we saw how valuable that is. Because when Bran runs into Jon Snow homeboy and the girl with the baby that he like trying to make a way for. He was like, I know you. Jon Snow, your brother. You the one who fell out the window. He was running it. Why? Because Jon Snow loved his brother, apparently, and was talking about him. That's why you got to talk about your people. So just in case something happened to me and somebody see Leanna, that's my sister. If you run up on Leanna, you know that's my sister. You going to know all these things about her and you're going to be able to help her, I hope. Or you, you will have the option to help her because you're going to know her story through me. And that's what I ride for. And why do I do that? Because growing up, that's what happened to me. People had spoke my name in rooms I had never been in. That's what just happened to Brad. You can't tell me this show ain't deep. You, you can't, can't tell me this show ain't deep. They, they speak in brand name in rooms he ain't never been in. Now that to me is a clue that maybe Bran is the man. Okay, so here here's another thing. So my friend Nicole, um, as you know, is the one that that put me on the Game of Thrones, and now she kind of quizzes me on it to make sure you know I'm following the storylines and I'm catching the themes, and also because she's just an expert on the show, she like fills me in on stuff, but she also doesn't give spoilers so that I could keep up with the show at a pace that works for me, and I really really appreciate her for that because again I love to talk about TV and to me there are so many things in the Game of Thrones that are worth talking about now one thing Nicole told me and I don't know if she meant to tell me because she's again extremely great with not giving spoilers but what she told me was it's so great this show is so great and so well written because I can't believe all of this revolves around one person. Now, she said it in an offhanded comment, but to me, that's been sitting in my head. So I'm trying to figure out who this story is about. To me, the story is about Arya. And the reason why is because, I mean, again, did you, did you hit a point when I said they beheaded her daddy in front of her? And now she has seen her mother and her brother take an awful defeat her sister is somewhere off with the Lannisters her brothers have just separated so one could go face the wall which doesn't sound like a great idea to me I mean I think it's about Arya but that said in my heart I know it's about Damaris because to me Damaris is the rightful heir to the throne and she is going through this huge journey to get back. She was cast out. It could be about Bran. Because again, you know, to me, this story ain't pop off till Bran flew out that window. Or was pushed out the window by evil ass Jamie. Who's now sweet. So I don't know. But yeah, those are the three people that I'm eyeing. But Jon Snow has been coming up a whole bunch. And everybody talks about Jon Snow. So maybe it's about him. So my four people that I think this show... If, if Nicole was giving me a clue that this show revolves around one person. My three picks are Arya, Damaris, Bran, or the best of Jon Snow. And I realize I'm hedging my bets in what seems to be unstable ground because... Dude, can a Stark live? <laughs> like, let them live. I don't, oh, Lord, it just hurt to even 
it hurts to even think about it. Another thing this season has put me on game to is that there are no useless characters in the Game of Thrones. Like, everybody comes back. Well, not everybody, but a lot of people come back. And they come back in seemingly non-significant ways to make a huge impact. Like, uh, what's his name? Frey. The dude who was throwing the wedding for his ugly daughters. I knew he was, Rob was going to have to pay him back. I knew it. You won't just lie to no man like that. I knew he was going to have to pay it back. And I thought giving this uncle to the daughter was a good sign. Especially when he gave him a pretty daughter. Side note, where they at? They went to go to bed. We ain't never see them again. Did they get killed? Or did they kill him? Is he still alive? Now he got to be with this family. Was he in on the plot? Uh, I don't know. That's a, that's a question. I I have to explore. But all that to say, this show definitely is extremely well written. And if it is all centering around one person, my God, how great have they written so many storylines to pour into one character? I just, I dig it. And I'll go ahead and say this. A lot of Game of Thrones, it reminds me of the Bible. It does. It could be because there's so many names and they're very difficult to pronounce. But I think it's more than that. I think it's the story plot points. It's Jamie Lasseter is Paul the Saul or Saul the Paul. Like he's just so evil doing all this stuff. And then he goes on this journey with this seeming angel woman. And now he has a new perspective. Or does he have a new perspective? Is he going to be the same as dude now that he's back with his evil ass twin? I don't know. Um, Bran to me feels like a Joseph or maybe, maybe even a young King David, the weakest among him. So somebody that's going to rise up. No, no. You know who is David to me? Arya. Arya is so like the character of David. She's the one that's overlooked. Ned Stark told her, you're going to be in a castle, but you're going to have to be a queen. He ain't say you could go be a hand. He ain't say you could be the leader of the Night's Guard. He ain't say none of that. He just said you could go be a queen. You could go marry somebody. You could be a lady. She don't want to be no goddamn lady. She want to be a leader. She remind me of David. She's the smallest of the bunch, but she got the most heart. I, I think that's it. Clearly, Damaris is... Uh, what's the Bible story? And they put the baby in the basket and the baby like goes somewhere else. Is that, oh shit, now I feel like <laughs> a heathen. Who is that? Was that, that wasn't Joseph. That was Moses? Moses, yeah, because he like escaped his homeland. Okay, this is the part where all of my <laughs> vacation Bible school is going to waste. But I think it was, oh, all I know is there was somebody in the Bible. They got put in the basket and they were, rescued because their people were about to get killed so i feel like damaris is that character um y'all know what i'm talking about beyonce did a scene of it in blackest king where she put the baby in okay y'all know what i'm talking about that's who damaris reminds me of the way they got theon strapped to that that crucifix you would think he's jesus but he not so we're not gonna even go there who would be the jesus i don't know I don't know. I think Ned is more like John the Baptist as opposed to Jesus. Maybe Rob Stark. Maybe maybe the youngin' Rob Stark. I still say he shouldn't have got with Talisha, but 
you know. So yeah, y'all, it's your girl Davida Chanel, and I'm still all up in it. Moving along with Game of Thrones, the goddamn Red Wedding. This was the Red Wedding, Jesus.